Hi, you've clicked Make It Known with Mal. I'm your host, Mal. I'm a 20-something-year-old girl who is working on walking in her purpose. The Make It Known with Mal podcast purpose is for myself and all of my listeners to learn and grow. This season is all about lessons I'm learning in my 20s. I'm going to be talking about things such as money management to the new uptake of this new age worldview, all the way to how do we develop our own political ideology. I'm having real and honest conversations with a variety of people. I believe everyone has a unique message, so just keep listening here as I make it known. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Make It Known with Mal, and I'm your host, Mal. Today is going to be a very special episode. I'm super excited for you guys to hear from this brilliant, amazing woman. I have with me Alex Clark from Poplitics on Instagram, and she's just going to talk to us a little bit about politics. This is another, this will be our final episode for the America Month um, in the America series. And so, yeah, so without further ado, Alex, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Oh my gosh, I'm very honored that I get to wrap up the America series. Very cool. What a cool thing. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Alex Clark, and I host the show Politics. It's a daily show on Instagram um, that uh, I do with Turning Point USA, the nonprofit organization that you've probably heard of. I'm sure you know Charlie Kirk. And we talk to college kids about conservative values, and we also have a fabulous productions department where we put out daily series, weekly series, um, monthly shows, um, basically covering conservatism through all kinds of perspectives. My show happens to be through a pop culture perspective. So it's like TMZ or E! News, but they had a baby with Fox News and that's <laughs> politics. And politics, it's in the name, pop culture, politics, it meshes together. Um, and so that's what I came up with. And it's a very short show. It's like five, six, minutes a day on weekdays. Um, it comes out on four, at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. And I just pick the top three, four celeb news, entertainment stories of the day. And I just give it to you without any of the liberal leftist propaganda that we're so used to um, when we see entertainment or stories out of Hollywood. Um, so somebody does something stupid, I'm going to call them out for it. So we have a lot of fun in our show. It's very lighthearted. I call it cotton candy conservatism because it's not super aggressive in your face, hardcore news or hardcore politics, right? This this show, Politics, is a great show to introduce to your friends um, that may either be totally apolitical and don't know what they believe or they're, very, they're on the left. Um, they've never really been exposed to conservative ideas, but they might be intimidated if you send them, you know, Ben Shapiro or something. But if you send them me, it's it's just, it doesn't seem as scary because I'm still talking about Kylie Jenner or right. Post Malone or Johnny Depp like we did today. Um, so it, it, it's easy to kind of open your mind and just see what the conservatives out here really do have to say. Um, and it's just been an absolute blast. It um, So it airs, it's a very visual show. There's lots of fun like graphics and video clips and stuff. So I, I recommend watching it on Instagram at Poplitics, but you can also listen to it um, anywhere you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever, just search for Poplitics in there and you can listen to the audio version also. Yes. And actually to your point, uh, one of my friends, she doesn't really like 
the news and she's kind of apolitical. And I was mentioning something that I saw on Poplitics and she was like, oh, what's that? So I sent her um, the link to the, or the Instagram story. And um, now she like is a faithful watcher and like you're how she gets her news. So just oh, encouragement to you. That is so cool. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. I, that, I've had a few people now tell me that and that is exactly why I'm doing this show because um, I just think a lot of times a lot of young people, especially Gen Z and millennials, are conservative. They just don't even know it. They don't even realize it. They, yeah. they, they, they don't understand that they, they're just told you have to be a leftist and they think that that's the morally virtuous thing to do. And so they just say, yeah, that's what I am. And they don't realize that the actual beliefs that they have are more conservative leaning beliefs and we're not that scary. Um, so that is uh, really awesome to hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. Whenever I, I do hear that, it just um, encourages me so much and makes me feel like I'm doing something right because our show can be very, very silly and all that kind of stuff. But we are having very real, serious um, effects with it. And, and so that, that's so important and awesome to hear. For sure. And what I really like about it too, is that for people who aren't really, who don't consider themselves political and who are like, oh, that's, because uh, there's, okay. So my friend and I always say there's like the normals. And then there's those of us who are obsessed with politics. So the normals, if you don't really want to like get in all the drama and like it, politics is perfect. She does a really good brief discussion of things and it's quick if you really like the quick listens to and stuff like that so yeah highly highly recommend it um so you so my next question was going to be what made you do politics or um you think you basically covered it well um well, actually, there's a little bit of an interesting backstory with that. So uh, before working at Turning Point USA, and I've been here now, um, oh my gosh, today, actually, we're recording this podcast, today is my one-year anniversary as an official hire with Turning Point USA, and an official employee. I was in pop radio. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I was in pop radio for seven years, and co-hosting morning shows and all this kind of stuff um, right before working for Turning Point. And so I have always been an outspoken conservative. Um, and then I started going to some Turning Point USA events because we host the best conservative events um, in the country for, for young people. Very exciting. Lots of speakers, all this stuff. Besides That's how I found them. Yeah. <laughs> Great events. <laughs> So, um, before, so I came to our events and then Turning Point kind of knew who I was and they reached out to me and said, um, Hey, we'd love to like partner with you, but just because I had a, a decent following on social media and everything, they just thought it would be cool if I, you know, kept coming to our events and posted about it or something like that. Um, but when I got them on the phone and they were going to talk to me about that, I said, Hey, I just want to let you know that I would totally uproot my career in radio and I would move across country and I would love to work for Turning Point USA and maybe do a show with you. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> then they were, they, they were very into that idea. And so that's how the, the conversation got started where we talked about what if there was a show that covered pop culture through a conservative perspective. It's not really, it's not being done on the right. It's never been done on the right. Now, you know, once in a while, Ben Shapiro will talk about Taylor Swift and um, Dana Lash is somebody that she'll sprinkle in some culture stories into her show, if you know who she is. Um, 
And I mean, you know, the, Laura Ingram will cover, I mean, she'll cover like Meghan Markle doing something crazy uh, or whatever on her show once in a while. But there is, but the point is, is it's not that conservatives never talk about pop culture. We do, but we don't have any shows that are specifically dedicated to covering pop culture. And so right. um, that is why I thought this show would be a good idea because I, I also know that when it comes to people on the left and the right, um, you know, there's a lot that we don't have in common, but one thing that we do have in common is pop culture. We are all consuming it. Every single one of us watch, listens to music, watches movies, watches TV, scrolls through Twitter hashtags and trends to see, to see what's trending. That is a subject matter that bridges the gap between the two sides. So if I utilize that, that gives me an in to, to, to make someone feel comfortable. Like, okay, we both, like I said, we both want to talk about what the Kardashians are doing, right? So now that I have your attention, okay, we've, I've made you comfortable. You're good. You feel like we're friends because friends chat about what's going on in culture and gossip and whatever. So I have you now. You feel like you can trust me. We built a rapport based on pop culture stories. Now I want to talk to you about why I'm conservative and, and what why I believe what I believe. And so um, I, I think... That, that's really how it all got started and, and why I wanted to do it and Turning Point loved the idea. And you know, because this is a show that's never been done before, we were all, I'm sure Turning Point was, I definitely was, I was terrified. Like this is, what if this doesn't work? I just uprooted my life, switched my entire career for something that may or may not be successful. But um, so far we're just, we've, we're totally killing it and we've created a whole, sisterhood basically a whole community we i call fans of politics cute conservatives and it's just become a family and girls are meeting up all over the country i don't know if you've seen this mallory yeah they're meet we're meeting up we're hanging out um people are making friends and realizing that they're not so alone as a especially as a young conservative woman which is very exciting yeah i love it and i mean um well first of all kudos to you to wanting to something and then just saying it like that those of you listening especially those of you like young starting your career like if you want something if something's not created you create it yourself love that that's amazing and then second yeah the whole community around it I mean our group um the North Carolina group we're trying to figure out we're working on our dates to meet up and it's really good like to create something where people are feeling um a sense of community is really good especially like during this time because I mean there's so much going on around us and I know a lot of people are losing friends here and there and it feels good to have like a group of people a group of girl fellow girls too because it's also kind of hard to find you know good girlfriends as well but that's a whole nother conversation um but yeah so that's great Alex that's okay um next question is why do you oh did you hear me no I couldn't Hello? hear you can you hear me you were cutting oh out I'm sorry lot. oh sorry about that um why do you think pop politics is so popular? I think that anything, anytime that you do something, especially on social media, that is different and weird and out of the norm, it's going to stick out. Um, and so I had that on my side. Like I said, there wasn't a show like it. It was, um, honestly, I got some pushback in the beginning from other conservatives just saying, Oh, really? 
Yeah, just saying like this this show is silly, this is embarrassing, like this isn't, you know, it's not super serious. You're not you're not talking about stats and black unemployment the whole time. Like those things are great. And 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 you know what, conservatives, what what do we say? We always talk about, you know, facts over feelings, right? And and that's true. But sometimes we don't do a great job, I think, on the right, as good at least as good as a job. Um, as the left does with being fun and relatable. And um, that's how you're going to, that's how you're going to um, really reach new audiences. The thing is, is that the conservative message, what we're trying to convey and what we're trying to, to teach people and talk to people about, those things never change. But the way that we share those ideas should change um, and Ooh, need like to- that need to evolve with the the times that we're in and we need to continue to reinvent how we're um, conveying those messages and reaching younger audiences because if we don't keep growing our base on the younger side we're, we're just going to have no voters um and so we have to think about how are they talking how are they communicating and that's why we thought it would be a cool idea to um, do this show mainly on Instagram, which there really isn't another show doing that, that lives specifically on Instagram TV. Um, I, I'm, my show is one of the very first ever. Um, and that's really gaining attraction and growing every day. Our followers are going up every day and views are going up every day, which is very exciting. So we're on a, we're on a very big growth trajectory. I have very, uh, high aspirations and I'm very excited to see what everything looks like at the end of the year. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I wanted politics to be different um, because clearly what we've been doing as a movement hasn't been working enough. Now, Trump has changed a lot of that. So Trump is, and I, and I told him this to his face, I got to meet him, which was so cool uh, with Turning Point USA. I got to meet him in December, last December at SAS, our Student Action Summit. And when I met him, I told him that it was an honor doing a pop culture show um, with the pop culture president in the White House. And he was like, oh, I am the pop culture president. So <laughs> Trump is helping us with the young voters because he's the meme. He's the ultimate meme guy, right? And he's, he's, he's certainly he permeates culture. And um, those are all really important things that we need uh, to really grab the attention of Gen Z and the younger set of side of millennials, which is my generation. Um, so anyway, that is why I think it's been so successful is um, I am the audience. I am the target demo. I'm a young female conservative who's in her mid twenties, who's dating and experiencing life as a young female conservative and, you know, has um, a career and all these different things. And there's just a lot going on in my life that is the same as other girls that age. It's, it's just different. We don't, like we have Ali Stuckey, who's doing an incredible job. I love Ali, I love her podcast, Relatable. We have you, the, and you've got this podcast. And so we, but we don't have a lot. Like I can count on one hand, um, the names yeah. of young female conservatives that are, are trying to create shows and culture and all these things. Um, and, and so I think that's why it's been successful is there's not a lot of competition. If you are a young female conservative that wants to start a show or a YouTube channel or whatever, this is the time to do it. We don't have a lot. So you're going to stick out more. Yeah. Wow. Great answer. Yeah. And those of you listening, if you hear that, like this is your go. If you've thought about it, go do it now. Now is the time. This is your Okay. Time. Um, Yes. <laughs> so next question is, why do you personally consider yourself a conservative? 
You know what really turned me off about the left? And I, I've been a conservative my whole life, but I would say that um, after graduating, after I had been graduated from high school for a couple of years, I graduated in 2011, somewhere between 2013 and 2016, I started just, just caring more. And I think that's naturally what happens. Um, you can maybe be a little bit interested in politics in high school or something, but you're not really interested until you are getting your own paychecks. You, you see the taxes coming out, you see what the government's taking out of your checks. You, you see how, um, politics really does affect and who you vote for really does affect your everyday life when you're on your own paying your own bills. So um, I think it, you know, became more important to me a little bit after I graduated, but I grew up in a Christian conservative home. So I was always conservative. Um, I, my dad always talked to me about things, you know, talked to me about like the redistribution of wealth and like, does that make sense to you? Does that seem fair? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, you know, just to be fair, like this person didn't work, but you worked really hard. Should you have to share your hard earned money with them? No, like all that kind of stuff just clicked for me, you know, being pro-life, <laughs> yeah. protecting babies in and outside of the womb. That made sense to me when, when you learn things like the realities of abortion and how an abortion is performed, for me as a pro-life person, mm -hmm. it, it's just common sense. I, I, I'm like, I don't understand how people, anyone can defend this. Um, so that was kind of how I felt. And then, and then I just started seeing as I got older, not only, you know, I started noticing it in my everyday life, like I said, and watching money come out of my paychecks and all that kind of stuff, which I didn't like, but also there is a power hungriness on the left and this weird, it honestly is very creepy, but this need to want to control every aspect of our lives, from our housing, to our healthcare, to our education, the content we watch, the things we say, that was a turn off. And I'm a girl, I have a big mouth. I like to say and, and think about, you know, I, I want to say whatever I want. I don't like people telling me what I can and can't say. Are you kidding me? I was in radio for seven years. Like I talk, okay. I've always talked for a living and, um, people getting canceled and all these different things. It was just, it was like, why are you so obsessed with controlling other people? I don't see that on the right. We're very much right. We're the party of small government. We're the side of small government, less government, more freedom. Say what you want. I, I don't care. I, you know, I don't have to agree with what you say, but I'm going to fight like hell to make sure that you're allowed to say it. I like that mentality. Mm -hmm. That's more appealing to me than walking on eggshells in the society that the left wants to create the the picture the version of america that the left wants to create going forward the future of america is a society where everyone is walking on eggshells you never know when you're going to lose your livelihood lose your job lose your friends your family because of something you do or say that they perceive as wrong at any given time and the 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 uh what's the word i'm looking for the, um, sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Like the, the rules on how they decide what is right or wrong changes on a daily basis. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the, the criteria. That's the word I was looking for. The criteria of what is considered right or wrong changes on a daily basis. So how do you ever know? You, you never feel safe or comfortable. Um, I didn't like any of that. And I, I love the idea of just having as much freedom as possible. And I like that the, the original idea and what America was founded on. And so I, I don't want to see us 
fundamentally change that. I, you know, there's this idea, um, the left is always striving for a more perfect America. We, we need to make a perfect America. We don't need perfection that doesn't exist. Um, but what we have is really good. And there is a reason why people all over the world always pick America as their first choice for where they, where they want to live, right? The majority of people in other countries, when they're asked, where do you want to go? They say America. Um, there's a reason for that because they know that the idea of America is so great. The idea is good. Not all the people are always good because it does, like I said, it doesn't exist. That perfection doesn't exist. And so the left is always striving to work towards this perfection, this utopia that's unrealistic. Um, everything they want is unrealistic, free school, free college, all of these different things. It will never happen. And, and I prefer to live in reality and um, think about goals that are actually attainable. Let's do better, but let's not get crazy and try to come up with things that will just never, ever happen. So that's, I think that's why I'm conservative. Wow. Perfect. I mean, I agree with everything you said. That was great. Great explanation. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, so what is one way that you um, educate yourself when you're wanting to learn more about a topic, any topic uh, politically wise, or if you, I don't know, pop culture wise, how do you educate yourself? I read everything. I watch everything. And when I say everything, I mean literally everything. I will watch or read articles from Fox News, CNN, Breitbart, MSNBC, and, you know, Charlie Kirk, the founder of Turning Point USA, taught me this, but he talks about this all the time. It, it's better to read a lot more articles um, than watch things on TV. Like, like, watching the news is very sensationalized, very emotional on both sides. Um, and there are a few shows that I really do like to watch. I, I think that Tucker Carlson right now is must-watch TV appointment viewing. You have you cannot yeah. miss Tucker's monologues every night right now. I think it's too crucial. But, um, you know, watching CNN, watching MSNBC or other shows, I, there's a lot of times they get you caught up in the motions and it's, it's hard to detect when there is a lot of bias going on. But when you're reading an article, the bias will jump out at you. It's a lot more obvious when you're reading like, oh, this is definitely slanted. I can see what they're doing here when you're looking at it. Um, and reading it right in front of you. So I always recommend you read everything, but yeah, you should be not only getting and watching and listening to news from one source, it should be from everything. And then that way it's easier to differentiate what is real, what isn't. Um, and then there are, of course, as a conservative, I mean, I'm going to have mostly, just like if you're a leftist, you're gonna have mostly left-wing personalities, or whatever that you, that you prefer to listen to. I love, I brought her up earlier, Dana Lash is one of my, absolute favorite show host of all time. Um, Dana is, has one of the biggest conservative talk radio shows across the country, but also you can listen to her show um, on Apple Podcasts if you search for the Dana Last Show. Um, she's one of my favorites. I love, I, I actually do love listening to Charlie Kirk's show. He's uh, recently changed. His podcast now comes out on a daily basis every day. Um, and so he's just been killing it. And I, I liked him before, but now I told him, I was like, oh, it's even better now. I really, really like it now. He's just been <laughs> doing a really good job. Um, I love listening to Larry Elder. I love Ali Stuckey's podcast, Relatable. I brought her up earlier. Um, I do listen to Ben sometimes. Um, and... Who else am I? Oh, I love Dennis Prager fireside chats. 
I could listen, I could binge listen to Dennis, Dennis Prager fireside chats for, for hours. And I re-listened his episodes a lot. I really, really like him. I, I've learned so much from Dennis Prager. So those are probably my favorite. Um, but you know, I try to look at everything and go from there. I, Breitbart is one of my favorite sources now too. But I mean, when it comes to pop culture news, Fox has an entertainment section, Breitbart has an entertainment section, and then there's E, TMZ, Page Six, New York Post. Mm -hmm. I, I watch and read all the things to try to get all my scoop for politics for the next day show. Love it. I like what you said about reading. That is a very good point. Like verse, reading versus what's on TV. That's a very, very good point. Um, yeah. So next question. Um, how do you deal with people attacking you? Like during this time, I know a lot of people have lost friends. A lot of people have posted things and then they get different um, people hack them or dox them and things like that. What do you do personally? Because I'm sure because you have such a huge platform now, especially, you probably get a lot of hate or whatever in however forms it is. How do you deal with it? I would be lying if I said that sometimes my feelings weren't hurt by stuff that I read because I'm a human being. So there are things where, I mean, I definitely in the last year had read something about myself or whatever that definitely made me cry. However, most of the time I laugh it off or I just delete it and it doesn't even bother me. I, I have gained, especially doing years in radio too. So I've been, been a public figure for a long time and had a show and had people commenting on my life and weighing in my life. I've done a reality TV show. So I'm used to seeing comments about myself on the internet and things like that. So over time, you get a thicker skin. I know that the first time that you post something conservative, it is so scary. Your stomach's in your butt, as I like to say, and you just feel like you're going <laughs> to throw up. Um, I know that is very scary and then you start getting pushback from your friends or people you know from high school whatever honestly here's the thing the biggest advice i can give you you don't have to feel pressure to answer every single thing that you get, Ooh, if, that's you get good. if you get five comments or five messages you don't have to answer every single person that's trying to debate you on what you posted you know what they're coming into your house and telling you what to think and what you're allowed to say. This is your house, honey. Your Instagram is your house. Your Facebook is your house. You can post and say what you want. And in their house, they can post and say what they want. And if you want to, if you feel comfortable and you feel like, oh, this is a subject I, I want to get into a debate, do it. It's, we should be having conversations more often than not with people explaining why we believe what we believe. I would say, maybe don't post something if you don't know why you're posting it or why you believe it. Like you should be posting stuff that you would feel comfortable answering a question about, okay? Um, so there's that first. But if you get a hard question too, it's okay to say, you know what? I don't know the answer to this right now, but I'm going to find it out for you. If you want, give me a few hours, you know, when I'm done today doing whatever I'm doing or give me a couple days, I want to get back to you. I just want to do some research. It's okay to take the time. You don't have to answer right then and there either. Um, and a trick, if you don't want them to know that you've read it, go to their profile on Instagram. For example, if they send you a DM, go to their profile, restrict them then go to the message and open it while they're on restricted and they can't see that you've read it. So you can read the message and they don't know. So you have time to answer it. I know. Life hacks. Love that. Okay. Good to know everybody. I hope everybody heard and took notes on that. Life hacks right here. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so I get stuff that really hurts my feelings. And then for the most part though, it's just, you get used to it. And it's just like, you know what? 
I don't care what freaking Ashley H who sat two rows behind me in social studies when I was a sophomore in high school, if she thinks I'm a racist or not, because I know that I'm not. And my true friends and family know that I'm not. So I don't, I don't care. Like, like that's the thing. Like, you know, the truth, people that matter know the truth. Now I know that it's different if they start a whole social media slander campaign against you and are contacting your employer and stuff. But if you can, if that starts happening to you and your employer is not siding with you and protecting you and doing, you know, and standing with you and not saying like, who cares? I don't care what some stupid people on the internet have to say because you're conservative. If they start uh, going against you and you feel like your, your job's at risk or whatever, if you can leave, literally change your job. That's what I did. I felt behind the scenes when I was in radio that it was starting to get to a point where I was getting discriminated against for my conservative beliefs. There was all this crap going on. Yeah. There was so much fighting behind the scenes. I was so done and I knew I wanted out. That's why when I had turning point on the phone, I said, Hey, I want to work for you. If you would be willing to give me a job, we got to start making those conscious efforts to yeah. you know, work places. If you can, I know not everybody can do that, but if you can work somewhere, that's going to, um, be respectful of your beliefs or start your own business, create mm -hmm. your own job, be your own boss. Um, if you can do it now, if you're in a position where you're like, if I literally lose my job right now, I'm going to be out on the street homeless. Okay, maybe don't post about politics. You know, we, not all of us are called to be posting and being activists online. You don't have to be an online activist. You know, if you can get your aunt or your cousin to vote in November, um, vote for Trump, that's great too. Every vote counts, every vote matters. That's still doing work. That's still just as important just because you don't post something and it gets 500 likes, okay? So don't feel like, you know, if you have one, if you have one conversation this year that changes somebody's mind and they decide that they're going to vote for Trump, that's a win. You don't have to convince 10 people, but if you can at least convince one, or maybe you don't convince them this year for this election, but you plant the seed and they start thinking, okay, maybe conservatives aren't that bad maybe they're not, it's not what I thought. And so you plant that seed and you know what, by the next election, they're ready to do a full conversion. Sometimes you just have to hook them in. Other people will do the work to fully convert them. That's honestly what my show does. I think of myself as like a hostess to the conservative movement. I'm most of the time, my show probably isn't doing full conversions, but I'm getting them interested. And they're like, Okay, you know, this is neat. And so then somebody like Charlie Kirk or or Tucker or um, Ali Stocky, one of those people, they're the ones that are doing the full conversion. I'm just welcoming to the restaurant of politics. I'm like, hello, <laughs> welcome. I'm the hostess. I want you to enjoy your meal. Have a seat. Hope you're comfortable. Let me get you a drink. You know, I'm just giving them a good first impression of what conservatism is. Let other people do the work. We all have strengths and weaknesses. My strength is not going in and doing full-on debates. I actually do not like debating, okay? I That's not fun for me. It gives me anxiety. Um, I'm not good at memorizing statistics and all this stuff. Like, if I have it written down in front of me, I'm good. But that doesn't come easy to me, and that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm not valuable to the conservative movement on a professional level or a personal level. I'm still valuable, but I'm utilizing what my God-given talents are to further the movement. We all have something. You know that I in Turning Point, that, in, yep. Mallory, in Turning Point USA, we have an events department, we have a graphic design department, um, photographers, we have people that are good with uh, work in finance, accounting, marketing, 
all of those people aren't running for office. You know, obviously, Turning Point USA isn't, we're not running a campaign. We're a, a, a nonpartisan organization just talking about free markets and small government and all this kind of stuff. Um, but we have all of these people that you would think like, I can work in politics and be a videographer. I can be a graphic designer. Like, yes, like you can do so many things, utilize so many talents to further the movement, whether that's working for a political organization like Turning Point USA or PragerU or The Blaze or something like that, Fox News or not. There's still so many things that you can do. Maybe you're a teacher and you're not, you know, going to sprinkle in all of this left-wing um, gender gender crap into a kindergartner's um, curriculum. Like that's valuable. That's doing something. Okay. That's positive for the movement. So no matter where you are, there's something that you have special or unique to you or a position that you're in that's unique to you that I couldn't do that you couldn't do Mallory that they can do. That is all helping to further this cause. A lot of people think, I don't know. I, I want to be involved in politics, but I don't want to debate people and I don't want to run a campaign. Okay. There's so many things you can do. Become a doctor and don't subscribe to, um, if, a, if a, a child, a nine-year-old child walks in and tells me, I think I'm transgender, I'm just going to automatically say, yes, let's get you on hormones. Okay, like there's, there's so many things that are important to saving this country. You don't have to be working on a campaign. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, I love that. Especially especially because a lot of my listeners and like people who reach out to me and talk to me, a lot of them aren't really into politics, which is part of the reason why I wanted to do the America Month and I do a lot of the different topics I cover, is people aren't really into it, but they do have these values and they do want to do something. So you can still be in your profession because honestly, I'm not into medicine. Like people, I, I pray for the sick, but I would rather you, you know, no offense to those that are just, you know, sneeze over there. That's just me personally. So there are people who are into that and you can use like you're still valuable to this movement. Like, like you said, like um, stopping with the transgender things or even, you know, refusing to do abortions, things like that. Like you can do it. Starting your own practice that does not do abortions or anything, working for a pregnancy resource center. There's so many things you can do, even if you're not completely focused in politics. That's perfect. That was great answer. Okay. So, um, da -da -da -da. One last question um, before you make a known statement, and it is, what is the best career advice you have ever been given? The best career advice that I was given uh, was literally be nice to everyone, network with everyone, become friends with everyone. You never know who's going to end up being your boss or who you're going to end up needing mm -hmm. something from in the future. Um, one thing that was interesting, so before I was working here and doing politics, when I was in radio and stuff, I still followed um, different girls in the conservative movement and shared their stuff and their their podcasts or episodes or tweets or whatever they were doing and, and just was supportive. But I mean, it wasn't like fake. I mean, I genuinely wanted to share what they were doing and what and love what they were doing. Um, but I've had multiple girls in the movement say to me after meeting me now that I work for Turning Point and just say, you know, You've always been so kind and supportive of me. And I really appreciate that because just like anywhere else you work in politics, it's no different. Girls are catty. We can get insecure and jealous. And a lot of girls in the conservative movement I've learned um, can get very insecure about new girls coming into the movement. And um, some of them are not very nice. I will say that. And some of them are great. 
And um, that meant a lot. It was very eye-opening to me that they remembered that and noticed that and just said, you know, I really appreciate that. And that helped us have respect for one another. And, you know, this, the thing is, is that if you're getting into, if you want to work in the conservative movement, whether that's on an entertainment level, um, broadcasting level or something like that, like what I do or behind the scenes or running for office, no matter what, um, you're going, you eventually you're probably going to need a favor from somebody or something like that. Don't burn any bridges. Um, and you should be in it because you care about the movement and saving this country, not about yourself or getting followers or fame for yourself. That's you're not in this for the right reasons if that's the case. And so to me, I'm like, it's a no brainer. Like, we're promoting each other. We're propping each other up. We're supporting each other and being there for each other because we're all very important for the main goal, um, which is furthering the movement. So um, just, I, I think keeping that in mind is so important when you go to Turning Point USA events or other events, saying hi to everybody and just, you know, when I first went to YWLS, our Young Women's Leadership Summit in 2018, that was the first Turning Point event I went to. And two of my roommates that I had at YWLS now work for us. So I work with them, you know, and if I would have been rude or mean or um, like leaving them out or doing anything like that, you know, they would have remembered that about me and how awkward would that have been like setting up my reputation like that for this organization that I now work for. Um, so you just never know who you're going to see in the future. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Um, and yeah, another to your point, um, networking is the biggest way, like just about every single job I've gotten. I mean, obviously I work very hard and you know nothing's been handed to me, but it's because I knew someone that knew someone that could help me get into the door. Yep. And networking and treating people the right way is so important. That's okay, right. well, Alex, thank you so much. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, no. I don't even have a college degree. So everything has been who I know in the relationships that I've made, how I've furthered Ooh. myself in my career. <laughs> I Good for you, girl. That And to those of you listening, that's a very good point. Very, very good. You don't have um, to so, be successful. You don't. Great point. You do have to go to college if you want to be a doctor. True. But other things, you don't have to. Other things, you don't don't have to. Um, so uh, next, your very last question is you're making a known statement. And this is if um, everyone would it be? Oh, sorry. I think I put out again. Okay. So <laughs> this is your make it known statement. Um, if everyone in the entire world was talking to you right now, what would it be? If you could tell them something. I would just like to make it known that conservatives are not evil, racist, bigoted, homophobic people. The stereotype that you hear, we are nothing like that stereotype. I mean, you and I are great examples of that. Young women um, who uh, love pop culture mm -hmm. and yeah. listen to the same things as you, watch the same things as you, we're cool, normal people who also love America and that shouldn't be a crime. Um, what you think the conservative movement is or, or what conservatives are like is probably wrong. And um, I think that's important. Like we just need to be promoting it. it it's not even to that you have to always be posting um, like a bunch of hardcore political stuff, but post 
cute stuff and just mention like that, oh yeah, I'm a conservative, not being afraid to say that. We just need to normalize conservatism um, and that's yeah. how we're going to move forward and permeating the culture. If you're a young conservative watching this or, or listening to this, um, the, re the way that we're going to win over people is by permeating the culture. That's how we get them, uh, other people our age to want to be involved and to want to vote. Um, is we have to convince them that way. So I would just say, just be, show that you are a normal person just like them, that they could see themselves being friends with and stuff, and that you happen to be conservative because all we have to do is show them that we're not that bad. Trump's not that bad, we're not that bad. Um, and uh, we can, we actually have a lot more in common than they think if they're just willing to get to know us. Great. Great answer. Um, thank you so much. Once again, I really, really appreciate this. I know you're super busy and you have all the things going on, but thank you so much. And thank you for even doing politics and the community that you've created. And I hope everyone listening will go ahead and follow politics. I'll tag them. I'll leave the links and everything in the descriptions. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and I'll leave the politics like I said I'll leave all the politics info at the bottom um yeah so you guys will hear me again next Monday thanks for listening bye if making known with Mal is truly providing you with valuable content consider becoming a patreon you can become a patreon for as low as three dollars a month this podcast isn't just for me, it's for us, all of us. Your contribution will help the podcast continue to improve and reach everyone that needs to hear this. Also, consider ordering some really cute merch. We have things from stickers to t-shirts, and they're all available at www.makeitknownwithmal.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Make It Known With Mal. I hope you enjoyed and learned something new. Make It Known With Mal is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio. So if this was a beneficial episode for you, wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. If you take a picture listening, make sure you tag Make It Known With Mal on Instagram, and I'll repost it. I'm currently accepting applications for sponsors. Also, if you're receiving value from this podcast, please consider becoming a Patreon for as low as $3 a month. Find out more on my website, www.makeitknownwithmal.com. You can also find merch and a list of all the freebies that are available. Thanks again for listening and have a good rest of your day. Also, ask yourself if the whole world was listening, what would you say? Don't forget to make it known.